Saturdays just feel so long, though. Like, was it 7.30 I wake up, or what time do you usually come over? I normally go to your, get to your house around 7.45, 7.50. Oh, my God. And then I always do the five minutes, right? Yeah, well, I stopped going at 7.45, because at 7.45, you'd always say five minutes, so I'm like, all right, it's till 7.50. <laughs> And then today I was like, I'll come over at 7.50 so he already gets the extra five minutes. And then you're just like, five minutes. And I'm like, I think you should. Right. I think you just should have stuck to the 7.45 because then I would feel, because I saw it was already 8 when we left. And I was like, uh -huh. what? Already? Like, we usually leave, we're usually out of here at like 7.55 or something. Right. And five minutes makes the most difference to me. I've noticed that. I've, like, fallen asleep for, like, five or ten minutes after I've already woken up. And for some reason, it really helps me get a lot more energy. Oh, for me, it does the opposite, dude. I just feel like I crash and I lost what I was going to say. But, well, it's just, like, I crash and... It just... Well, yeah, I guess you take... It goes by so fast. Like, it's like, I feel like I just told you five minutes. And then you're back to me going, hey, time to get up. And I'm just like... Are you fucking serious? It's like it feels like it's been thirty seconds. Well, I don't know. I guess that's where. Well, that's why they made caffeine. God, yeah. I can't live without caffeine of some sort. It's like coffee, dude. Yeah. Like the best Christmas present I ever got was from the boys with uh, a Keurig, and I thought it's funny. One of the boys' girls was like, "You got him a Keurig," and they're like, "Do you not know who he is? He drinks coffee like every day." I don't think I was as big as I was in college, like a uh, freshman sophomore year. Cause right. it, actually, no, I might be, cause the weekday it's wake up, eight a.m., uh, coffee, and Pat McAfee. Cause I got to that routine during quarantine, and now it just seems like there's n there's nothing better than waking up to that. Right. And, like, for me, it's, like, waking up, going and getting coffee, and then, you know, it's not something specific. Like, you know, you do Pat McAfee, it's more just, like, I'm just going to watch some videos on YouTube or something, you know? I feel you. And the past month, or not month, let's say two weeks, week, the coffee's been kind of bland at my house because I didn't have money to go get more cups, more K-cups. Yeah. So I've just been using what we had, and we have the refillable pod thing, you that, know? We have one of those, too. And all we have left over is Folgers. And I used to drink Folgers. Mm -hmm. Like, junior years when I started actually getting into coffee in high school. So, it was, damn, it was just, it was fine. Folgers and whatever, milk, half and half, and a little bit of sugar. Or, no, a lot of sugar, I'll be honest. A lot of sugar in the beginning. Yeah. I've cut it back quite a bit uh, in these years. And it was fine, but now that I had it and I'm used to my donut shop taste and my Green Mountain Hazelnut or my fr French Vanillas or my Maxwell Coffee House and all that, yeah, I wanted to throw up on Folgers. I legit wanted to throw up. It might have been the creamer too because CJ gets this like Italian cream that I do not like. Oh, you don't like that stuff? I don't know what it is. Like some days I like it. Like the first time I had it, I was like, this is not bad. This is pretty good. Mm -hmm. And then... It just kind of sat wrong with me. Uh, I think I think it's a really rich creamer, too. But, like, for me, because, you know, we have the reusable pods as well. Um, uh, it's actually... You having the reusable pods has really given me, like, more of a chance to open up the coffee that I drink. Other than just the stuff that you can buy from the store in the K-Cups. 
Because, like, I have this bag up in the cabinet that I bought from a farmer's market, and I love it. Like, it's got, like, if you look at the bag, it tells you all the flavors. Like, it kind of has hints of, it's got, like, hints of, like, chocolate and citrus and all this kind of stuff, and it's very good. That sounds And then, oh, it's great. And then, um, I got this other bag of coffee. I think I told you about it. It's called Top of the Morning. Yeah. And uh, uh, it's made by a YouTuber called Jacksepticeye, and he just came out with it, and... So I was able to get that bag and still able to use it, even though we just have a Keurig. So I'm guessing you prefer ground coffee over K-Cups or, yeah, ground coffee over K-Cups. There's just a lot more variety when you just get, like, the ground bags of coffee and stuff. I don't understand. Well, no, I guess I do understand. I just don't have the ability to grind beans. So it's either grounded coffee or K-Cups, mainly K-Cups. All you got to do is um some people because some people don't buy like actual coffee grinders what's funny is they'll buy a spice grinder but once you use it for coffee once you can only use it for coffee because that bits of the coffee beans will always be in that so when you grind your spices in it it gets mixed in so i thought so, about taking one of the rollers you know like people used to roll like flour or uh, uh flour dough you know what i mean yeah i thought about taking uh, those and putting the beans in like a ziploc bag and bashing them up and then just rolling them but you I don't, could but that takes forever yeah i don't think you it would, could always get a uh the mortar and pestle kind of a thing what? a mortar and pestle what is that oh really okay so um it's a two tools it's basically a little bowl kind of thing it's not too big it's like a probably like a three inch diameter two or three inch diameter and um it's um it's got this little like club look at thing that's made of the same material as the bowl and what you do is you like mash and like twist with it and it grinds it up okay i know what you mean some people use it for like guacamole kind of stuff when they're crushing up the avocado it's all over a hispanic grandmother's house yeah okay i just never knew what it's called i just called the guac bowl yeah it's a mortar and pestle okay the guac bowl is what i call it and the little tool that uses it well you can always use your guac bowl to grind up your coffee beans would that work? I guess it would. I mean, that's how they used to do it back in that when that was all they had. Back in ancient times, when they would grind, they would actually do it like that. Back in my day, we had a mortar and pestle. We grind up our coffee beans and, you know, sit by the fire, have a cup of joe, and t- trade stories on the road. Right. Now you sons of bitches got all the K cups and whatnot, and I just don't know what the hell went wrong. What went wrong and when it went wrong. This is bullshit. But my go-to definitely is the. Donut shop, hazelnut or caramel macchiato creamer. Yeah. Right. Anyways, welcome to episode three of Ear Junkies. I am Ryan. I'm Luke. And if you haven't noticed already, unfortunately, Jake is not with us this time. He's feeling a little under the weather. Weather. <laughs> under the weather. And uh, his voice is kind of struggling lately. Weather, weather. But uh, hopefully he'll be back with us next week for uh, he, the next one. He does not have corona. No, he's just having some issues with his allergies. That's all it is. That. Which, okay, this is the worst time to have allergy yeah. issues. Anytime you sneeze or cough, it's like... Everyone's like... Ooh. Everyone just turns. Diablo. You are enemy number one mm-hmm. in that room. You were you were coughing in the, up the other day at work, and I was like, you good? Yeah, it, it's been my allergies. They've been messing me up. You know, yeah, I remember, taking... you said, remember you said your allergies were killing you, and I was like, is it just your allergies? Yeah, I know it's because I know it's just like a buildup of mucus. Because I feel it, like, breaking up now that I've been taking Mucinex, so it's getting better. I'm probably about to jinx myself, but my allergies have not been bothering me this summer. Probably because since everything's shut down mainly, I probably don't go out as much. Right. So, 
but I think around this time I'm usually waking up going, <clears throat> you know, just making those right, god awful noises, yeah. and then everyone like, oh god, what happened to you? You have a rough life, rough night last night? No, nah, dude, I just have allergies. I'm talking like this, I can't breathe through my nose. Right, and I like, you know, some people are like, oh, my allergies get really bad in the spring. Or they get really bad in the fall. It's like, for me, my allergies have been really bad for the past 20 years of my life. Yeah, they just... Mine, too. Mine for 22. I don't have, like, a set time that my allergies are bad. It's just I've always had allergies. Me, too. It's so bipolar. It's just like, oh, you're doing good. It's a beautiful day outside. Wham! It starts raining. Your allergies are messed up. Yeah, like, I think, like, last week, I was just... I was hanging out with you and everything. We were just having a good old buddy-buddy time. And then, you know, I go home, I go to bed, and I wake up the next morning, and all of a sudden, like, my throat is scratchy, and my nose is stopped up, and, like, I got mucus in my throat. I'm like, oh, my God, what just happened? Like, everything just flared up at once, and I was like, great, all right, well, there are my allergies again. When we go back home to my dad's hometown in uh, Lomita, Texas, uh, I forget what time of the year it is, but it's when, like, cedar just like start oh, spraying around dude. doesn't it mess with him a lot doesn't oh, he have it affects, huge issues with cedar it affects him the most like his eyes like get like that yellow gunk that like yeah. dogs get and then he just it, he's pissed off all the time it's like hey what what do you want and it's like dude i'm sorry it's don't, like, I just don't wanted, talk to me just wanted to ask you a question dude and then i get kind of the same way not maybe not as bad as him and i'm not as moody as him but i'm just so mad about how much i'm sneezing how much my throat hurts and it's like god this sucks right i just want to go home but then on the car ride home i'm like i'm in agony this is so miserable today i think we're going to focus mainly on foods and beverages since we started talking off with coffee i love coffee and i think luke loves coffee oh yeah i've been i think first time i had coffee uh, my grandpa gave me a sip of his, I think I was like eight years old. And I was like, wow, this stuff bumps. And then around like, I think I think when I got closer to like nine, or maybe it was, you know, starting at eight, um, every Saturday I was up with him and we would each have a cup of coffee and we'd watch old westerns and just hang out for a good two hours watching TV, drinking coffee until we went about the rest of our day. So my grandpa really got me hooked on coffee. So I always made mine the way he made his. It was very basic. Um, what was cool, which, I mean, I still do it to this day, um, it's a little harder with the Keurig because it doesn't work as well, but he just had one of those, like, drip pots, like a old, like a $20 Black & Decker pot that he got from Walmart, and what he would do is he would take the mug, he would pour a little bit of milk in the bottom of it, and it was either two or three sweeteners in his coffee, and then he would just pour the coffee. I was like, that's it? He's like, yeah, you don't have to stir it. When you pour the coffee, it stirs it around for you. Nice. And I was like, bet. And so I tried that. Now, of course, with the Keurig, it doesn't work as well because it kind of comes out slower. So I still kind of got to mix it a little bit. But I still make my coffee the same way. What's your preferred method of making coffee? I, For me, I have a Mr. Coffee Pot, you know, from like early 2000s that I loved using. But then the Keurig kind of just made things easier and easier to set up. And... I didn't have to buy as much filters, but then K-Cups are really expensive, too, sometimes. Mm-hmm. So what, what do you prefer the most? Well, I prefer the the good old, like, like 12-cup pot, kind of like Black & Decker or Mr. Coffee pot that makes 12 cups, and you just grab the thing off and pour it into your cup. I've always preferred that because it's what I grew up with, 
and that way I don't have to constantly get a new pod and make sure the thing is full of water and everything when I want a new cup. And actually, this episode couldn't be at more of a perfect time because I've actually been thinking about getting my own coffee pot for my room. For me, I prefer the Keurig because of how simple it is, but at the same time, I wish in future models of the Keurig, if there are going to be future models anytime soon, they have some way you can like mess with how many fluid ounces you get because I feel like I never get enough on the biggest size because I like big cups like tall and wide mugs the mugs that I like are like like a 15 ounce mug I love it and then or if I'm going to somewhere and I want coffee on the go then I prefer it to be in my little yeti Mm -hmm. and it doesn't fill it up it fills it up about halfway and it's not a big yeti so it's and it actually goes halfway when I put creamer in it I don't put too much creamer in it but still, it's not a lot of coffee to begin with. I just wish I could fill up that Yeti. I don't want to have to put in another pod and then go through it again. Which, I mean, I guess they kind of came out with a way to fix that, kind of, because the Keurig we have is a lot, like, it's it's a lot newer. Like, we just got it recently. It's really nice. It's got a setting for, like, cold brew, like, iced coffee, so it makes the coffee a little bit cooler, so it doesn't melt the ice as much and everything. Um... But it's got a, a 4, 6, 8, 10, and 12. So it's got five cup sizes. Now, of course, for me, I'm like, I like a big old 15-ounce mug. So, like, tw- like normally, well, the mugs that we have are, like, probably around, like, 13 ounces or 12 or something. So I can put 10, you know. But, like, when I use my big mug, like I have this big travel mug that I use for work Saturday mornings. Um, and so I have to do 10... Because it's an 18-ounce travel mug, I have to do a 10, and then put in another pod, and then do the rest. I'm like, come on. Like, I feel like 18, like 16 or 18 ounces is common enough that there should be a setting for that. For me, sometimes I just want to whip out the Mr. Coffee, but then at the same time, it, I feel like it takes too long. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Zoomer, dude. I want that instant gratification. Uh-huh. I want that instant coffee, bro. And then it's like... Like, if I want to use my Arctic to keep the coffee warm for a while, I'd, like, it's it's a pain. Because my Arctic is a, is a it's, it's one of the huge 30-ounce ones. So it's, like... It's a big boy. So I got to put, like, three different pods in. Because, of course, you know, I'm weird about my coffee cup being, like, half full. It's got to be, like, full of coffee. Like, that, I got to be, like, I got to have all 30 ounces of coffee in that cup. Yeah, like I said, I didn't like how my Yeti was half full because... Also, I like the I like knowing when the coffee's about to hit, mm-hmm. and when it's freaking hot and it is in those like thermos dudes, it and so I'm like I'm doing it back, going back, going back. Mother, I just burned the hell out of my tongue, mm-hmm. and then I'm I'm mad. Then now you I'm can't mad. taste anything yeah, for the now rest I'm of mad. the day, and you're like, well, then, now my day is ruined. Yeah, pretty much. That's the domino effect. Now your day starts to suck. My disappointment is immeasurable, and my day is ruined. If you mess up my cup of coffee, dude, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure I'm going to have a bad yeah. day. I'm like, not trying to say I'm one of those people that goes into a Starbucks or something at a line. It's like, hi, how are you? Please don't talk to me. I have not had my cup of coffee. I'm not that person, but I do need it to feel like I'm going to accomplish something today. Right. And, yeah, because it just helps me, it helps me, like, because I've had days where I just haven't had coffee because I'm like, I'm not doing much today. And I felt so, like, kind of groggy. You know, it's not like I'm in a bad mood. It's just like I feel like, oh, I don't really want to move right now because it really helps me get up. And then I think 
the bad thing is I got used to drinking a whole 30 ounces of coffee because in high school when I was I did theater through high school and we had uh, we were basically up there all day on Saturday and on um, on Saturdays was when we would uh, you know we'd meet up like early morning it was probably around 7:30 or 8 at the school and you know we'd work on stuff you know the actors would do their rehearsal on stage and us technicians would be in the shop working on stuff and so I got used to having that with me and just throughout the day going through a full 30 ounces of coffee so I just I got used to having that thing full and just always drinking all of it what I think is hilarious uh, since Liam's been back when he was doing the keto diet before he left for basics he was only drinking black coffee and then it just didn't have any effect on him because Mm -hmm. I mean the kid had a crappy sleep schedule before he went to the army he would be up for days or he would wake up at 5 p.m. and then go to bed at like 5 a.m. two days later or something remember that yeah it was it was nuts and so now that he's been gone he hasn't really had coffee over there i don't know if they allow coffee in the army like during basic training but i don't think so he came back and uh i think the third or second day i went to see him he had had a cup of coffee and i just noticed this dude is up he's going what's up dude like how you doing bro what's yeah up? like like dude i am wired i just had two cups of coffee and a bang bro yeah i was like your heart's about to jump out of your chest. You know, I remember, yeah, because his sleep schedule used to be so messed up. I remember it was always like, he he would be drinking a bang, and it would be like eight o'clock at night, and I was like, dude, what are you thinking? Like, oh my god, you're gonna be up for he days. Would, yeah, he would drink the bang at eight because he didn't sleep the day the night before. And he goes, I gotta get my sleep back on track. With that being said, what's your preferred to coffee shop? I guess. Um. Well. My preferred coffee shop is my house because I have the choice <laughs> of it's cheap and I have whatever coffee I want. Like that new top of the morning, I love it. But like going out and getting coffee somewhere, um, you know, oh my go-to is as much as people like some like hardcore coffee connoisseurs hate on them. Starbucks is convenient. You know, it's a little pricey, but I mean like they're all pricey. right there. Um, so my go-to is either Starbucks or getting coffee from a uh, racetrack. Do you remember your first order from Starbucks? I do. I remember it vividly. Uh, I don't remember my first order, but I um, I know the one that I've gotten the most. And I actually don't get it anymore. Caramel Macchiato? The Ice Caramel Macchiato. Ice Caramel Macchiato, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was about to say, I know you. I know you. But, no, but now I just get, I'm like, just give me a cold brew. Like, no sweetener, no creamer, nothing. Just a straight up, just black cold brew. There was that one they had. What was it Cascara Foam? The Cascara Cold Brew, dude. Oh that, my god, that hit the spot. It hit dude. different, is what it did. Pre-COVID, dude, going to that Starbucks before work and just getting that, sitting in the car waiting for our shift to start. Oh my god. Speaking of foam cold brews, uh, they have these new. Now it's not for everybody because, of course, you know I feel like you have to have you have to like almond milk, but they have these new almond milk foam cold brews. Is that what you texted me about? Yes. And they have a uh, cinnamon almond milk cold brew that, or cinnamon almond milk foam cold brew that I haven't tried yet, but they have a dark cocoa almond milk foam cold brew. And I got that the other day, and that one really hits different. Like, once you've let it kind of sit there for a second, and the foam, you see it has kind of like fall, fallen down into the coffee, and it makes it this chocolatey color when you drink it. 
It is so good. I love it. My first order from Starbucks, I was 15, probably 16 at the time. We had just moved here. And uh, I think there was actually snow outside. And I put quotations on snow. Ice. Yeah. Uh, slushy. Yeah. 7-Eleven just exploded everywhere, and it was white. <laughs> yeah. Um, so my, uh, my mom was craving hot cocoa, and she wanted to go to Starbucks because we didn't have anything. And then for some reason, I think Walmart was closed at the time. Or, no, she didn't want to go to Walmart because the Walmart by this house wasn't built yet. Okay, and, and it was so, far away. Yeah, the Starbucks was closer. Not much, but closer. So it was me, my cousins, and my mom, and I had never had Starbucks, and I never really drank coffee. Growing up, the only association I really have with coffee was my grandfather on my mom's side, Grandpa Bob, and he would drink Folgers, and I loved the smell of it. I loved the smell. Sadly, the smell was mixed with Marlboro Red oh. or Newports. It depended on payday. But at the same time, call me weird, but then again, I feel like there's a lot of people out there. You start to love the smell of cigarettes sometimes, depending on what it is. Yeah, I feel like it depends on your association with the smell. And who Sometimes, it is. and who... Because for me, I think... People think I'm weird for this. My biggest like attachment to someone is scent. And I say that because growing up, Dad used to work for GM, and his hours were crazy, dude. Well, that's just... Honestly, sorry, I don't mean to like cut you off, you but go. that's just a proven psychological fact that scent connects a lot more than a lot of other things. It's like to it's pheromones, right? Everything. It's like yeah. pheromones. Yeah. It's like you smell something and automatically you can uh, put a memory to it. Yeah. So when when Dad was working for GM, I would see him in the morning, but he was asleep, and I had to go to school. So I would tell him I love him and I leave, but he couldn't answer because he he had probably just gotten home an hour or two before getting off at like 4 3 a.m and he'd be asleep and then by the time i'm home he's already gone to work and so i would see him on the weekend sometimes sometimes he would have to work the weekend i remember one time crying because he couldn't make it to my birthday and he goes i'm sorry this is the last weekend i work i promise it wasn't i'm not mad at him for that that was just a job that really helped the family anyways warehouse because of him on the days he had off and the days that i got to spend with him he always smelled like a warehouse so I loved the smell of warehouse. Anytime I smelled a warehouse growing up, or still to this day, I think of my dad. When I smell Marlboro Reds, I think of Grandpa Bob. For mom, it's like this weird perfume. I don't even know the name of it. For my girlfriend, also a weird perfume. And then for you, fresh laundry detergent. I feel like your clothes are always crisp. I always keep my clothes fresh, man. Other than my grandparents on my dad's side. Just good old Mexican home cooking, bro. Back to what I was saying, though, my only experience with it was my grandfather and the smell of cigarettes, but then when my grandparents would come visit, we would go to IHOP at like four in the morning or something, and they would get coffee, and I'd just soak it all in, and then I didn't, I got into it junior year when I was dating that one girl, you know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because she was a big coffee fanatic, and then I was like, I don't understand the rave. <laughs> fucking bitch bro but she got me into it and I think it was mainly because of the creamer because I had had coffee before but I was just like god that's that's awful 
It also is Folgers Black, probably too, because Grandpa Bob ain't no bitch. He drinks Folgers mm-hmm. Black with a Marlboro Red lit. Nowadays it's Newports, but Marlboro Red and a little. <sighs> That's better. Right. I bet. I bet. I bet Grandpa Bob tastes wild shits. Oh my. Oh yeah, cause coffee. I, would, I, would, I forget about that, dude. Cause like, the combination of coffee and cigarettes is the worst. That's com- like laxatives. Like it's the worst combination to have if you have like a nine a.m. meeting. Like you're not gonna make that meeting. <laughs> there's a, there's an episode of House, you know the show with uh, yeah. Hugh Laurie, that's his name. I think so. I don't know, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, Michael, basically. Yeah. Um, and there was like this lady or this guy having a. Stomach problems, and he gets out his notepad, writes a prescription. He goes, "Are you kidding me?" He goes, "What did? What is this?" He goes, "It's a pack of cigarettes. Go get it. It's a natural laxative." And I was like, "That's kind of funny." Yeah. Um, I got really big into it too because I started working at Starbucks. My first job was Starbucks. Technically my second, but my first actual job because I had an internship with my dad when I was sixteen for graphic design when I wanted to be a graphic designer, but that fell off. The training for, mind you, it was Tom Thumb. It was a Starbucks kiosk, so I probably didn't make all the Starbucks drinks. We, you had to go through a training where you had taste tests, and I was like, all right, this is cool. I get to taste different things. Dude, one of the first things I had was espresso shots. Ooh, those are rough. Oh, my God, yes. Like, the lady, she was a sweet lady, very cool, the manager of the kiosk there. And she goes, see, this is one where you know it, uh, whatever has not been changed or whatever has is starting to go bad because it tastes like this. And I tasted it, and I was like, God. She goes, see, isn't that just horrendous? And I go, I'm not going to get food poisoning from this. Are I? No, 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 it's fine, it's fine. I didn't. Then she goes, now let's taste a fresh espresso shot. A great one. I was like, all right, sweet, I've never had an espresso shot. And then she just throws her back. I throw mine back. She goes, now take some of the coffee cake. And then she goes, now let it blend. I took the espresso shot, dude. I was like, ah, what the, are you, what? And I just like devoured that coffee cake. I go, get this taste out of my mouth. Yeah, espresso on its own is a very strong, strong flavor. Like there's some people that that's all they order. In the morning, is like they're just like, just give me a shot of espresso. Quad espresso is what I was a common order I got. Yeah, and that's it. Like that's their coffee, and they just you know they drink it real quick. Oh, it's or like a shot of vodka, bro. Some people take the route they get the espresso, and it's just a very gradual because it's very strong. And I didn't feel like it woke me up. I felt like I was like mad, like. Get, oh my god. I feel like that's why it's best if you're going to do espresso shots. You know, you just a little bit of amount gradually. Just while you're sitting doing something, you just take a little tiny sip of it. Because yeah. then it'll gradually wake you up. I had just started dating said girlfriend at the time, too. And so she hadn't got me on to coffee yet. Right. What I think is cool is I started working at Starbucks when they first started doing cold brew. Like, I think my second week there is like, yeah, we're going to start doing cold brew now. I was like, what's cold brew? Right. And then that's... Was cold brew big before that? Um, I think it's always... Been a thing? It's always kind of a... I mean, of course, cold coffee has been a thing for a while, but, like, I think cold brew being a big thing, it was kind of always hidden away by the hipsters and everything. They were like, no, this is ours. 
but then it kind of you know starbucks started doing it and so it just kind of came out into the light so i feel like it was big just not to us because we just hadn't heard of it and so when starbucks did it the hipsters were like whatever and then like everyone has cold brew now low fat soy latte please uh with a little bit of drizzle and now if you don't mind now you can just go to walmart and get like those bottles of like the cold brew what is that brand called how do you pronounce it it's like s-t-o-k stoke stoke is that how you say it oh i love their chocolate cold brew dude that's good i actually i have a a like a a cream espresso cold brew in my fridge oh nice it's lit i forgot i was i just completely uh missed the topic so my first uh Oh yeah, first Starbucks. Starbucks order. Yeah, my first Starbucks order. That was order. like an hour ago. My bad. <laughs> it was uh, so they wanted hot cocoa, and then I got a white chocolate something. Really, like a white chocolate mocha? Yeah, probably that. Yeah. And oh, was it like a was it probably a frappuccino? No, it was, it was oh, a hot just, drink. Okay, so just a white chocolate. Yeah, because it was cold, and I wanted something hot, but okay. I didn't want cocoa. So yeah. I'll try it. I was pissed. If I, if I get something and it's ruined or if I don't like it, I'm I'm mad. Like I'm just like, I don't want to drink this now. Like I either wasted money or I wasted somebody's money. So it was not a good experience. And then I started hating Starbucks. But then, said girlfriend came along and introduced me to better coffees. Yep, I will be grateful for that. But everything else, you can go rotten hell. I think that was the only thing, the only benefit that really came from that. The, the only the only good quality of her. I think the only benefit that. I don't know. I guess I don't know from my perspective from my perspective of the whole thing, the only benefit that you could have gotten from that whole experience. I'll agree. Is I getting will, into coffee. I will hundred percent agree. Yeah. Let me think. I will hundred percent agree. Let me yeah. think again. I will hundred and ten percent agree. Yeah. It was I just being an out outsider looking in, it really puts you through a lot, unfortunately. For those of you who aren't in our area, some good coffee places that we go to like a local coffee shop, I guess, only around us, are uh, Summer Moon. Yes. They have something called Moon Milk, which is kind of like melted ice cream put in the coffee. And it's like a, yeah, it's like a mixture of like milk and some kind of like sweet cream, I think. Yeah, it's delicious. It's great. So I get, is it a full moon or is it just called Summer Moon? Uh, It's just called the Summer Moon. Yeah, I get the Summer Moon la- latte or just the Summer Moon drink i guess and it's a hot coffee with like half of the creamer in it like it's half creamer than half coffee oh half the moon milk yeah half the oh, moon well, milk. oh that's a half moon that's a half moon yeah okay then i get the three quarters i think well because is it like an espresso shot then the, the, moon milk? the summer moon it has a, like it's an espresso shot and then it's like a creamer and then it's like the rest is like the moon milk oh and, and it's then so delicious. the half I'm trying to think. Because you, you got the half moon, usually. I get a half or a quarter. And that's really good. They, but I normally get a half. I think you normally get a full summer moon. I think. Yeah, I usually yeah. get a full... I know I get the Because I know ours has been different. Mm-hmm. So he gets the summer moon, and then I get the half moon, because I always like more of a coffee taste. Mm-hmm. I like a very strong flavor with my coffee. I've started to turn that way more often. It's good. Another place that's pretty good that we go to quite often... Uh, Jupiter House in uh, Denton Square. Yes, that place is great. Unfortunately, like, that place was out for a while. I think it was, well, like, 
a year and a half or two years maybe that it was like yeah there was a fire there was a fire in next like, door to them and it kind of messed up some of their appliances I think yeah, it well I feel like it damaged like a good portion of the building there was a video on Facebook but I just didn't watch it and I didn't I don't remember all that it damaged but like mm -hmm. it was bad enough that it couldn't open but it wasn't bad enough to like see a lot of damage you know what I mean yeah and what was cool about it is the owners took it positively they're like we saw this as an opportunity to make a lot of um, upgrades and renovations that we had been wanting to make for a very long time. It was great. And so now that it's reopened and everything, I remember the first time we went back and it's beautiful inside. They have a whole upstairs section. It's just, they have a balcony on the outside. It's just a beautiful place now. Before they reopened, there was, the way it looked was there was exposed brick for the walls. Yeah. And it was kind of like an old looking floor, kind of like a bar floor almost. Uh, round table, some high top tables, and some couches, uh, other drinks, and like this fridge like cooler that you see at Walmart. And uh, the front, the cashier, I mean, was in the way back. Yeah, and they just had like this little table. It looked kind of like the size of like a little card table, just displaying what pastries they had. You know, they didn't have like an actual case for them or anything, it was just a table. Yeah, and I didn't, I don't. I feel like the kitchen used to be small. I didn't really see because it was so, so way back there. Like, it yeah. was long. It was a long... It, yeah, it was like... It wasn't a very wide store, but it was very long. Like, it felt like you had to walk a mile to get from the door to order your coffee. But I, I got uh, Jupiter's Nectar, I think, mm -hmm. or something like that. Oh, yeah, that's what it's called. And I love that drink. They have good smoothies there, too. They had that... Chocolate chip cookie smoothie, dude. I've never I, had their smoothies. Oh, it was delicious, I've, bro. I've never had anything other than Jupiter's Nectar. Really? Because I love it so much. I, oh, just I can't get anything else. I had the Cosmonaut. Wasn't a fan because I'm not really a fan of strawberry and banana. Mm. It was like a hint of strawberry and banana with like chocolate and like some type of coffee. But it was okay. But Jupiter's Nectar over everything. With the with the rebuild though, they uh. They put the cashier to, up closer to the front. It's now two stories, which yeah. is dope. It's got this awesome color scheme of red, black, and white. Looks very nice. There's black and white tile. You, they have a bigger kitchen. Like, you can see it. They have more menu options for, like, uh, just, I guess, coffee snacks is what you would call them. Uh, yeah. Just general. Just general coffee snacks. I guess. They had like breakfast foods, like you know, like you know how you can get like a maybe a sausage, egg, and cheese. It's like a croissant. Like, yeah, it's just you know, like cafe food, like coffee, and then just like little, you know, uh, pastries and like little small breakfast sandwiches. But what's very cool about the building now is that like the entirety, like the outside of the building, is completely painted black. Like of course you can still see the brick, but it's all black. And then as soon as you walk in, it's like these bright reds and gold. And it's very cool to just see that, like, um, difference between the outside and the inside. It's a fun place to be, especially being in Denton Square, because it is college town. So you see a lot of interesting personalities or a lot oh, yeah. of cool people, or maybe some, like, uh, college athletes that we see from the football team. And I just, I feel like it's a really cool place mm -hmm. to be, you know, to be able to walk around and just, like, be surrounded by people our age, you know, that it kind of, like, we can relate to. Yeah. In more ways than one. For sure. I love, because uh, the, is it a courthouse in the middle? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Yeah, because I love in the courthouse when people are playing music, you know, like it's so, 
cliche and hipster. Yeah, but... and, like, people are just hanging out on the lawn. Like, they have blankets down and they're talking or something. I love yeah. it. I, w- I wish I cared cash more because when they have their, like, guitar case out or, like, a hat down, I do want to give them money. Right. But I never carry money on me. I don't know why. I'm just, I'm big on having just a card and using that. Well, I think it's due to the fact that, you know, we do get direct deposit and we never really think to go to the bank and get cash out, you know? Of course, I don't. I hate handling cash because I feel like I spend it more. Yeah, that's... I honestly, I feel like I do, but I'm sure I probably don't. I'm sure I spend it a lot more having it all be on one card because then I'm more apt to go to online websites and blowing it on there. Our second time going to Jupiter, I think... uh... There was this guy, either me and Katie had just started dating or we had not started dating yet. We went, and it was me, you, and her friend that always went with us. And there was a guy, like, three tables down, I think, that was, like, drawing her. Oh, yeah, that? I remember that. And I was, like, kind of creeped out. I was like, what are you doing, bro? We were just hanging out drawing people. And, like, get permission. Oh, it was before we were dating because I was driving the Lancer. Okay. And we didn't start dating until I got into the accident with uh, the cruise. You want to know how funny my girlfriend is or how funny she thinks she is? When I got into an accident and I was driving a Chevy Cruze, I got hit by a Kia Soul. My first accident. And to this day, because of the accident, Ryan hates Kia Souls. I do, because the guy tried to blame it on me because he was much older. I was getting home from an overnight shift at Whataburger, and I had gotten some coffee to you know, make sure I stayed awake. Not because I was tired... But because Edgefest was that day, and I oh. I was going, and I wanted to make sure, okay, I got to be amped for Edgefest. Like, I can't miss it. Right. And as I'm, like, about five minutes away from home, I get hit. And the guy even comes up to me, so what happened? Was like, you tell me, bro. I was so mad. The good thing was I had gotten a Frappuccino, like, with some espresso shots in it, so it wasn't, like scolding hot and i didn't spill it either oh yeah because that would have sucked if i got hit and just hot coffee in my crotch or something would have sucked so i hate kia souls because of that they the company or the insurance company did not find me at fault thankfully once they did all their shit but when my girlfriend was getting a new car she was specifically looking at white kia souls was it a white one that hit you? It was a white Kia Soul that hit me. That's hilarious. I love that she picked a white Kia Soul as her new car just for a, a little joke. Plus, my dad never liked Kias because, like, the Kia dealership that he got, he had, like, a Kia Rio for a little bit at one time. They, like, screwed him over on Oof. something. So it was kind of instilled in me, like, fuck Kia. Right. So, not a fan of those little hamster mobiles. I like them for a while. I like the uh, the newer generations a lot better than the older ones. They look better. They these they look like, sleeker. Like the brand new ones, they kind of went the route that like Toyota's gone with like their little you know the Corolla. It's got like a mean looking face to it, for some odd reason. Like it's not a mean car at all, but when you look at it from the front, it's like it looks angry at you, and it looks cool. That's why I like my car. It has it's resting this, bitch face. It's got this very stern brow, yeah. and I'm like, I like that. That's why I like my car, because it's just a four-cylinder, and it's just resting bitch face. It looks mean. Like, I remember there's some people that go, dang, how does this get up? And I'm like, no, bro. No. Yeah. What was the horsepower on my car that you uh, figured out? Well, the um, recorded, like, rated horsepower from the factory to the engine is 175. 
but the actual power that it puts onto the road through the wheels is going to be around like 135, 140. Right, right, right. We just tried a new place in Frisco called the Aussie Grind. Yes. Oh, we got to tell you about this place. Yeah. Aussie as in Australia, not Aussie Osborne. Yeah. And so like for those of y'all that are like in the Frisco area, um, it's definitely going to be a really good place for y'all to try out. Um, we didn't get anything crazy, you know, we didn't get any, try any, like, their food that they had or whatever. We just got in, we looked at the menu, the first thing we saw, it was, like, an Aussie iced coffee. It was kind of hard to, like, scan the menu, because with COVID going on and everything, I kind of just want to go into places and get out immediately. Yeah. So, I'm already looking, like, okay, what do I want, what do I want, what sounds good? That, hurry up, I'm out. And, like, yeah. And, like, we didn't, like, really, like, plan what we were getting at all, it was just kind of, like, we looked at the menu... The guy walked over the register, I walked up, I ordered, and then he ordered, we sat down, and I was like, I just got the Aussie iced coffee, I was like, I'm just gonna try it, he's like, that's what I got too, and I was like, sick, um, but, oh, we gotta tell you about this, so, normally you know you get an iced coffee, you know, it's a coffee, and it's ice, there was something weird about this one, like, I remember we were sitting at one of the tables, and we looked over, or I looked over at least, and I saw these two cups, and they were filled with something that looked like some kind of like foam or whatever like it looked weird i was like huh i wonder mm-hmm. what that is and then they were filling them with like you know with the coffee and stuff and ryan was looking he's like i wonder if those are ours i was like i don't know i was like i don't even know what that is but when they sat them down it was like the aussie ice coffees and we're like yeah and we grabbed them and we looked at it and we like looked at it for a second and we were like oh that's ice cream Yes. It was like vanilla ice cream instead of like in the place of ice. So instead of getting a watered down coffee, you get a nice little sweet coffee. And like I was drinking mine on the way home and then as the ice cream started to melt more and more, I would kind of mix it and it made for a very creamy, like very sweet iced coffee. I was like, this, this is something different. It was so good and Katie's going to be pissed once she listens to this because I haven't told her I'd gone yet and we had sawn it. The day prior. Here was my reasoning for that, because he told me, he's like, maybe we shouldn't go. And I was like, no, fuck that. Because, you know, of course, um, Jupiter House was our, our place. It was our place to hang out. You know, like, oh, let's go to Jupiter House this weekend. And we would all go as a group. It was and like then, an every weekend thing, yeah. too. And then, you know, when it closed, when they closed due to the damage and everything, that was sad. And we had to start doing it. But when it reopened, we had all planned to go back together. You know, good old times. All four of us. All four of us. And then we find out that Katie and her friend that always went with us went without us. And so when me and Ryan were talking about going to the Aussie grind and he said, nah, Katie's been wanting to go. I was like, fuck that. They went to Jupiter house when it reopened without us. We'll go here without them or without Katie. True. Well, I'm pretty sure her friend would love it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Knowing her. God, coffee's just so great, dude. And then I, I want to go back and I want to actually look at the menu yeah, I want to actually try some of their stuff. Hold up, let me rant real quick. I messed up going into the Aussie grind because, little known fact about me, if I'm going somewhere that I've never been, I look up the menu. And I decide what I want before I get there. Oh. Uh. So here's my pet peeve. People who go into drive throughs and take like five minutes to look at the menu and then order. Now, I say that's my pet peeve. Because working in fast food, now quotations on fast food, they would take so long and then they would have like 10 orders, adding up to a total of like 80 bucks. 
And so you got people behind them that are pissed off, like, what's taking so long? Like, are y'all seriously that freaking slow? There's only three cars in the drive-thru. Why does it take so long to make a damn burger? Hey, bro, did you not see that car order 10 things and take 10 minutes to order? So not only did they take 10 minutes to order items, it's going to take another five minutes to make the food. That's 15 minutes just on that customer right. because they didn't know what the hell they wanted. Because when I pull up and there's like, I think at the most I order like six items one time. I, done. 30 seconds. 30 freaking seconds. Yeah. I'm in and out in drive throughs and I don't mind the wait at drive throughs if there is a long wait. It's just, after working fast food, I now hate it. That reminds me, we can go back, uh, we'll go back to the coffee in a second. That reminds me of this little, this video I saw, and this guy, he was telling a story about how he was going through the McDonald's drive through It was like, get up to the window, and it was like, well, sir, actually, the person in front of you paid for your food. And he was like, oh, wow, really? And it was like, yeah. He's like, all right. He's like, well, I'm feeling generous today. I'm going to pay it forward. I'm going to be a good person. I'll pay for the person behind me. And the lady looked at the computer. She looked back at me. And she was like, are you sure? And it was like, yeah, I'm feeling generous today. And she's like, okay. And he's like, so she ran my card. And I got the receipt. I looked at it. And it's like, they ordered $45 worth of food. It's like, it's McDonald's. What did you get? It's like $45. It's like, my meal was 7 bucks. We used to have uh, land parties. Uh, back in middle school it was me and the boys that played sports and around like 2 a.m. one time we were so hungry but we felt like he had nothing there realistically he had everything there because I always ate cherry pop-tarts and throwback Mountain Dew there I just loved that that combination was gold for me and whoever hates on cherry pop-tarts fuck out of here oh it's right? the best flavor I love it now, obviously people are gonna come at me like are you psycho? No, this is the best flavor. Whatever. Cherry. Cherry. Fucking cherry for me. Cherry, bro. And so we we didn't see anything that we wanted in the pantry or anything in his freezer or fridge. So, yo, bro, could your mom take us to McDonald's? Because his mom was cool as shit. She was like one of the boys in our eyes. And uh he was he was going and he's like come on please can you take us to mcdonald's come on please and he comes out she, she said no boys and we're like hey we'll go in so me and the other friend go in and we're like come on mom please can we go so she got up she got up and took us to mcdonald's and uh the guy behind us ordered 50 mcdoubles because uh, we were doing something funny. I forgot all what we were doing in the drive-thru, but we were just being crazy. And Mom was a part of it, too. So, uh, the guy goes, No, nah, no, nah, y'all made my night. Homeboy behind y'all just ordered 50 McDoubles. And my buddy sticks his head out the window and goes, 50 McDoubles! So, that's how you spend $45 at McDonald's. 50 McDoubles, dude. Oh, Actually, Lord. that might be $100, because McDoubles like 2 bucks. Uh, they're about 150. Okay, so a little under 100, maybe. Still crazy to think about people ordering that much food. But Jesus. what's your worst experience with coffee? My worst experience with coffee? Yeah. Oof, that's a tough one. Um, I'm really. Tr Ooh, okay. Um, worst experience with coffee. I'm trying to think. I don't actually know if I've ever actually. I'm trying to think. This is hard. Um, 
I guess probably... I don't know. Because I've never, like... When it goes to when it comes to like ordering coffee or something, I don't really go out of my comfort zone all that much. You know, I have something that I know I'll like and you that's just what I get. And I guess my worst experience with coffee was just buying a certain coffee and being like, Oh, I've never had this before, let's try it and making the first cup and just being like, Oh, that's not good. That's disappointing and having to like waste ten dollars. You know, I think yeah. that's probably just kind of what it is. So I've never had like a bad experience. It's just kind of like that was disappointing. I have two. I think there. Are, you remember the Starbucks we went to where we were regulars, and the lady up front always knew our name. Yes, oh, I love that lady. She, she was, was so sweet. sweet. Loved it. And she always knew what we would order. Uh huh. She's she like knew the regular. I love that. I love having a place where they can be like the regular. It's like hell yeah. Uh huh. That's awesome. But she wasn't there, and. I don't think this played a factor in it at all, but still, I got my usual drink in. I love hazelnut, so I get a uh, latte macchiato with, uh, like, two drops of hazelnut. Uh, and I had to go to school, and so I'm in my class, and I take a drink of coffee, and I'm like, it tasted sour. Coffee doesn't taste sour. Why is it tasting sour? I even gave it to my friend who was sitting next to me, and she goes, is this what you normally get? And I go, yeah, it doesn't taste like that normally. And she's like, I recommend you go back. And it it was awful because that was my pick-me-up, and I didn't have a pick-me-up. I had to wait until oh. class ended. Well, I had to wait till another class ended, too, because I had uh, two classes that I had to break and then two more classes. And so I went back and was like, bro, taste this. I promise I don't have STDs or anything. Taste this. And she just smelled it and was like, what is this? And I go, you tell me, bro. You made it. And so they remade it, and so much better. They fixed it right away. No charge, so thank you, Starbucks, for okay. doing that. Another one. One to Starbucks. Didn't feel like going to Starbucks, though. I wanted Summer Moon. Drove all the way to Summer Moon, came back to class, and I had to get my bag, put it on top of my car, and then as I go to get it, just butterfingers, drops everywhere on my pants, on my shoes, and I'm just sticky, covered in coffee, and I don't get my coffee. And I'm just in the middle of the parking lot screaming and cussing like, you got to be kidding me. And I think my boy was with me. He was like, oh, that sucks. He's just laughing at me, and I'm so mad. Damn. How does it get any worse than that? I don't know, dude. That sucks. I don't, I've never actually done actually. Okay, well, I guess there was one bad experience I had with my coffee, and I was, I was, I was very, very tired and... Um, I was like, alright, I don't feel like doing anything fancy, I'm just gonna go to racetrack, I'm gonna get the strongest coffee they have, that's all I'm doing. And so I go to the racetrack, I grab the coffee, and I sit it down, and I go to pick it up, and for some reason, it, like, kind of stuck to the bottom of my cup holder, and I pick it up, my hand slips, and it, like, knocks the lid off as I'm going to pick it up. And, of course, you know, when the lid comes off, there's no structural integrity on the top of the cup, so your hand kind of squeezes the cup. Oh, yeah. And so the coffee kind of came up, and it was still hot. So it was all over my hand and my Damn wrist. Damn it. And I was driving. Like, I was in the process of driving, and I go to pick it up, and it does that, and I was like, great. That was so sad. What, what do you, if you had to eat, what do you usually eat with coffee? Because it's usually in the morning. Where I love going, another local shout-out for us, 
is uh, Barney's Brunch House. I know you're not a fan because of some uh, It's just issues. my mom worked there and they treated her like shit. Yeah. But I do love their breakfast bowl. I mean, I can't, I can't like, can't. dog on their food. Like, I can't say that they don't have good food. They have great food and they have great coffee. Yeah. Ownership uh, could be better. Yeah. As far as I let you through. I mean, employees. the service is good, but I mean, of course, you know, the inside look of the way they treat their employees is yeah. shitty. Even though the, you go there and food will be great and the service will be great, behind the scenes it's not that good. Fresh, fresh squeezed orange juice as well. Mm-hmm. But I love going to Barney's and having a hot cup of joe with their breakfast bowl and, like, scrambled eggs and, like, drown that bitch in Cholula. I love Cholula, too. Oh, God. Cholula. I put Cholula on everything. That should be their slogan. Fuck Frank's Red Hot. I was going to say, I'm like, that's Frank's. I know, but Frank's, I don't like Frank's. I enjoy it. I like Frank's. It makes a good Buffalo Ranch. I don't know. I just, that was the original wing sauce. Like, you know how the flavor for original wings is just, like, buffalo? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was the buffalo flavor at the bar I worked at. And I hated that. I hated those wings. They I were... think Frank's is like the original buffalo sauce. Really? Yeah. D- didn't like it. That's why they have such a big name and prestige now. Do you think the buffalo sauce at Buffalo Wild Wings is Frank's? Or do you think it's Probably. Like a... I think so. And like if you go... Well, I hate B-dubs in general. Uh, I like the wings. It's just the next hour I'll be on the toilet. Um, <laughs> it messes me up. But in the moment, it's good. Um, but... Um, there's this one place that we have down here called Kenny's Burger Joint. Oh. place y'all should check out. And they have this um, uh, this burger there called the um, Black and Blue Burger, I think. And it's like blue cheese and um, something else. But um, my, uh, my stepdad and I went one time and the server that we had recommended that we order a Buffalo Black and Blue. Oh. And so what it is oh. is it's their um, black and black and blue burger, um, but then it's Frank's Red Hot on it. Mm. And honestly, I know you're not a fan of Frank's Red Hot, and I didn't think I was until I had that burger, but it was great. Not a fan of Frank's and not a fan of blue cheese because I'm guessing that had blue cheese crumble on it. Yeah, I got rid of the blue cheese. Oh, okay. I just said no blue cheese on it. Because blue, blue, all right. Blue cheese is disgusting. Blue cheese is the only cheese I don't like. Let's get that out of the way now. I love cheese. The only one I won't eat is blue cheese because it tastes like a literal fart. Exactly, dude. And working at a bar that was uh, specialized in wings, it was always the argument of like, would you like ranch or blue cheese? And then being from Texas, of course, everybody's like, ranch. Why'd you ask me that? Yeah. Then you got that one guy from up north that's like, blue cheese. Why would you... Why would you ask me if I want ranch? I'll get blue, blue cheese, cheese dressing. You're supposed to get blue cheese with wings. I think it's like, okay. I think blue cheese dressing and like the cheese itself is the only cheese that I've had that tastes exactly the way it smells. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's god awful. It smells like one of the worst farts you've ever smelled in your life, and then you taste it, and you're like, yeah, that that's about right. I was always put off by the smell, so I always said I hated it, but then I didn't really try it until I started working at that bar. Then. I had to order wings to, when I went home one day, mm-hmm. and whoever put them together for me was, were, were, blah, blah, blah. whoever was putting them together for me got me blue cheese instead of ranch, and so when I opened it and I got home and I smelled it, I was like, ah, damn it. Well, I'll try we'll it. We'll see. We'll Maybe see it's good. It's all about. And then so I dipped it, 
Nope. Worst mistake of your yep. life. I wanted to throw up. I spit it out, threw that whole wing away because I felt like it was contaminated, and then I just got the Hidden Valley Ranch and just drowned it next yeah, to the wing. It's not good. Yeah. Sorry for those who are from the north or those who love blue cheese. No, if you like blue cheese with your wings, you're wrong. I'm not apologizing. You're wrong. That's the original dipping sauce. For no, it. you're wrong. Okay. Blue true. cheese dressing does not uh, go with wings. It has to be ranch. No, it has has to be ranch. It's the. Best. I don't care about the history of it. Nothing. Ranch. That's it. Oh, here's a question CJ asked me the other day. Would you rather do? Whataburger fries in Wingstop Ranch or Wingstop fries and Whataburger ketchup. Could be spicy or regular. Um, I, ooh, ooh, that's a tough one because Wingstop has amazing ranch, but they also have amazing fries, and Whataburger has amazing fries. Sometimes. Sometimes when if they're, made, they're right. made right. And then, ooh, my thing is I don't get ketchup when I go to Whataburger. That's the problem. Spicy well, or regular. I've had it. But I'm not the biggest fan of it. Fancy ketchup is awesome. So spicy ketchup. I don't know. I'm not a big fan of it. Um, well, I'm just weird about ketchup. I don't eat ketchup on my fries or anything anymore. The only thing I might put a ketchup on is a burger or a hot dog. It has to be a special ketchup, I will admit. Like Heinz 57, no cutter for me. Heinz 57 isn't ketchup. Is it not? No. 47. Is it 47? Are you just talking about Heinz ketchup? Yeah, Heinz ketchup. Okay, yeah, Heinz 57 is another sauce that they have for, like, barbecue and steak and all that. My bad. Blonde moment. Yeah. But Heinz yeah. 57 is a great sauce for barbecue. I'm going to put that, yeah. that there. Yeah, but, like, Heinz ketchup or, like, the great value ketchups, they don't cut it for me. It has to be, like, whatever ketchup or some type of special ketchup. Well, okay. Well, I guess if I had to pick. So you said Wingstop fries, Whataburger ketchup, or Whataburger fries and Wingstop ranch. Ooh, See, that's weird because I thought you were gonna say Wingstop fries and Whataburger Ranch, because they have because they both also have different ranches. Nope. Because you already know who has the best ranch. Well, I would have gone Wingstop fries and Whataburger Ranch, because Wingstop's fries slap. Yeah. And I think honestly for this I would have to go Wingstop fries and Whataburger's ketchup. Really. Because Wingstop's fries, there's something about them. They have this little sweet hint to them, mm-hmm. and I love it. And they're just, like, the perfect amount of, like, oh, these are kind of greasy, but, like, these are good. Made right, I think I'd go Whataburger Fries and Wingstop uh, Ranch because their ranch is so great, and it is homemade, but the fries have to be made right at Whataburger. I'm not saying they have to be crispy and golden. It's just they got to be, like, fresh out of the fryer because, you know, sometimes when they get busy, they're sitting there under the heat lamp for about two, three minutes, and Mm -hmm. then it just kind of goes to shit, loses taste. Here's a little hack for those of y'all that don't know. I don't know if you know this, Ryan. Um, best thing you can do if you ever are just, you want nothing but fresh, crispy fries when you go and get fast food, order your fries unsalted. Because at fast food restaurants... Oh, they have to make it fresh. They have to make it fresh because they salt all the fries together in one thing. Yeah. They dump it in and they salt it. So if you order them unsalted, you're getting fresh fries just for you. I've always, like, um, I grew up with my grandparents, and my grandma has um, diabetes, and so she can't eat a lot of sodium. Um, And so we would get her fries, and we would have to order them unsalted. And then I remember one time I was uh, sitting in the car with my grandpa, and he ordered them, and we got the bag. And, you know, you always munch on a fire or two on the way home or something, so I just reached in the bag. 
not thinking that some of these are unsalted and I grabbed like three fries and I put them in my mouth I was like wow these are good like these are like taste like really fresh and then you know I reached in again and I guess that time I grabbed the salted ones and I was like those ones are kind of floppy and soggy what happened yep and if you want fresh fries get them unsalted because they have to make a whole new batch now of course you know I'm sure while they're making them they're like oh fucking asshole or fucking unsalted fries gotta make brand new fucking fries this fucking dickhead but they'll be fresh every time and you'll enjoy it we me and Katie just got the air fryer that uh air fryer slash toaster oven type thing and i heard that if you like have leftover fries from like a restaurant and let's say they're a day old you mm-hmm. put them in the fridge apparently they, they taste just the same because her stepmom has it and we went to go visit one time and she had heated up some fries from wendy's tasted just like wendy's fries like they didn't taste like old or like they had been sitting in a fridge they tasted fresh out the fryer right so i guess that's a tip if you have an air fryer uh Put it in for about a minute on 375, I believe. Might be wrong. About a minute, 375. Check on them. Feel them. See if they're crispy. It has to be crispy, I think. Mm-hmm. Crispy fries or kind of half crispy, half flop. I like crispy fries. I love crispy fries. And like when I get like McDonald's or something, I'm always scrounging in the bottom of the thing for like those little tiny, like really crispy crumb pieces. And I'm like, these are the shit. Uh, but I do that now, like, when I have, like, leftovers from, like, a restaurant or something, because we, uh, recently got a toaster oven. We don't have the whole air fryer toaster oven thing like y'all got. We just have a regular toaster oven. But I've been heating up my leftovers in that toaster oven. I'm like, oh, this is great. That air fryer toaster oven, dude, is life-changing. I cook almost everything in there except steak. Don't you dare put a steak in the damn air fryer. I heard you could do it. It even has, like, this little sticker on the side of the air fryer saying, like, what uh, temperatures and what time to cook it, and it has steak, and I go, get this commie piece of shit sticker out of here. I feel like the only way you can do that is if you're making a video. Like, I watched this YouTube video, and it was, like, every way to cook a steak ever. And this, it was, like, literally a 45-minute video of this guy. Like, he was literally just comparing every single way to make a steak and every single way you can cook it, how it tasted and everything. And I was like, all right, that's kind of interesting. How do you like your steak? Medium rare. Same. Medium rare. I... I've gone rare a couple times because there's a another local place, local yokel. They have a restaurant. It's yeah. in McKinney, and it started off as a farm to market. And great steaks, dude. We uh we bought Dak, um, some McKinney strips from there. Oh my god, that was the juiciest freaking steak I ever had, and it was so good. And we cooked it rare, or my boy cooked it rare, and whew, Jesus Christ, it was so good. Nothing. Have you had bone marrow? No, but I've heard good things. It's good. Katie's dad got it one time, and he let me have some. It's it's like butter. You, you get, you I get like some to try it. Get like some Texas toast, or just a piece of toast, and put some of that bone marrow on it. Oof, it's great. It's just like yeah. melted butter. But like, talking you know talking about steak, I feel like now there are people that are like anything above medium rare is a sin. You know. Now, I think you can go to medium and still be safe, but anything above medium, it's like, you're wrong. Because if you go to restaurants... Don't, don't go above medium. It's like, it's steak, it's not beef jerky. Like, let's chill. Because yeah. if it's if it's at a restaurant, let's say, like, a restaurant that's not known for steak, but, you know, you want to try their steak, mm-hmm. I say go medium because you never know, like, how they cook it. Like, they can undercook it. So I'd rather shoot for in the middle and have it slightly medium rare and maybe s- medium... Rather than have it undercooked when it's rare. Well, okay, here's a question. Would you rather 
order a steak, get it, and it's undercooked, or get it, and it's overcooked. Because I feel like Fuck. if you order a steak, they bring it to you, and it's undercooked, undercooked, then all they all they have to do is just go back and set it back on the grill for a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. undercooked then, because once it's overcooked, that's it's just well done. Because then they have to completely redo disgusting. the steak. So, you know, when I go and I try, you know, a steak somewhere that I've never had it, I'm like, I feel like I always want to order it medium rare. Yeah. And I'm like, if I think it's a little bit too rare, I'll be like, hey, if you can just throw it on real quick, that'd be cool. And, you know, of course, I'll just be like, oh, yeah, sure. And, and I'm like, all right, now this is perfect. Yeah, one of my one of my homeboy's dads, he's a, he's a country boy. And uh, we were when we were cooking steaks one day, we were asking how everybody likes it and... Uh, my boy's mom was like, oh, we like it well done. And we're so, like, huh? oh, come on. And then his dad was like, oh, I like it. I like it medium. or want like medium rare. Just just surprise me, son. Like, whatever. Whatever it's going to be. And then we, we cooked it medium rare. Or medium. Well, it was medium rare, I think. And he was just bitching the whole time. He goes, he goes, damn, son. I can still hear the cow mooing. I'm like, dude, it's medium rare. He goes, no, nah, I got to go put this on for a little bit longer. And he comes back. This thing is like burnt. And he goes, that's more like it. And I go, why didn't you say well done? So why didn't you say you wanted a bag of beef jerky instead of a steak? <laughs> right. Which is okay. I think it's like I didn't know we were sitting here eating dog treats. I think steak it is acquired taste. I think everybody loves steak, but some people do it right, some people do it wrong. Mm-hmm. And There's definitely a right way and a wrong way. Now that we're on foods, what culture do you think has the best dish? Ooh, that's easy. Or what culture has the best food? What Just culture like, has the best maybe food? Maybe not the best dish, but like what culture do you think you can always eat Like, if you had to choose one? Eat every day of your life. Japanese food. I'm a, okay. I am a huge, like I'm big into pretty much everything Japanese. You know, I'm not one of those people that like, you know, I'm white, but I'm pretend to be like Japanese and all that shit and everything. Like I just, I love the culture and everything. So I'm really into that kind of stuff. And, um, I could eat Japanese food all the time. It's just, there's something about it. It's so good to me. Yeah. I've grown up with Mexican cuisine all my life being Hispanic and all. And so I've had all that. So I would say Mexican cuisine, but, you know, it's all of, it's, I grew up with it. So getting off of that, I would say Italian. Mm-hmm. Italian food to me is just so great. I love Parmesan cheese. I love marinara sauce. I love lasagna. I love Alfredo. Pizza, bro. Pizza. Pizza. Because I pretty much always use ranch. So pizza with ranch. My two favorites are Japanese food and Italian food. Dude, something about the Italians, they love carbs. It's insane, you know, like... They'll they make eat, me fucking fat. They eat pasta, and you know what they have on the side with their pasta? Like, garlic bread. That's it's like you're eating bread with pasta. Like, there's so many carbs. And you know what? It's so good. And it's like, you know, they have stuff like, you know, like a stromboli or a calzone, where it's literally this pocket of dough that just has filling in it. And I'm like, oh my god, Yeah, dude, dude there's, there's Romas over here. I don't know if that's local or if that has other... Places because I've seen like three or four Roma restaurants in Texas. Yeah. Is it chain only in Texas though? Because, I have no idea. Because I've only seen four spread out through North Texas. I have no idea. But Roma's, dude, they got great Stromboli and great Calzones, dude. Um, this There's a five cheese ravioli. I forgot where I got it from. Dude, I nut. I nutted. I'm not going to lie. It was so delicious. It's just something about Italian food. It's good. And it'll always be. Japanese and Italian will always be my top two favorites. Yeah, Olive Garden is the go-to for me sometimes. It's just, like, so good. I used to love Olive Garden. What happened? Uh, Bro, unlimited breadsticks. Here's... (laughs) Hold on. Hear me out. Hear me out, sir. 
Um, so I used to love Olive Garden. We would go a lot, and I enjoyed it. I thought the food was great. And then um, it's just it got to a point where I just I didn't like it anymore. I was just like, this just doesn't taste good anymore. And then it got you know it got to the point where the only thing that I ever liked from Olive Garden ever was their breadsticks. Really? I'm like, that's it. It's the only thing I like. Damn, that sucks, man. I'd it's just not for me. I really love their lasagna. They have like this appetizer that I always get. I forget what it is. It's like kind of like this fried lasagna, but they're like mini, like little uh, cube looking things that are fried and they have lasagna in them. They're like lasagna bites. That's hmm. not the name of them. I forget what it's called. It sounds Italian. Is it just fried ravioli? No, I don't think that's what it's called. I gotta look it up. Because they have fried ravioli. It could be, but I don't know. I think it's more lasagna instead of ravioli. Really? Because I remember my sister. She would always order an appetizer for her meal, and it was always fried ravioli. Was it kind of like a rectangular-looking thing on a on a small plate? Mm-hmm. There's about four or five of them. Well, because oh. you know ravioli is a little rectangle. I think so, yeah. Okay, it might be fried ravioli. I don't know. But, but I think lasagna was the name of it, though. I have no idea. Okay, since you hate Olive Garden, what do you think are some of the best restaurants to eat at? Like, any restaurant. Other, not doesn't have to be Italian. Doesn't have to be Italian. Some of the best. Uh, well, my favorite restaurant to ever eat at ever. It's always when everyone's like, someone asks me, like, where do you want to go eat? Chili's. Yeah. Always same. Chili's. Same. It's like I don't know what it is about it. It's like it's just there's something about their food where it's so good. Do I don't remember, get it. Do you remember for like six years straight I went to Chili's for my birthday? Say again. For like six years straight I just went to Chili's for my birthday. Oh yeah. Uh, still like for my birthday you know I want to go to Chili's and then I remember uh. You know, my high school graduation, my mom was, you know, planning out we were going to go eat afterwards. And she's like, where do you want to go? And, like, she's thinking in her head, she's like, all right, now's his chance. He's going to pick, you know, this really nice restaurant that her and I would always talk about and I've always wanted to go to and have never been. I look at her and I say, Chili's. She's like, are you serious? (laughs) Like, yeah, I want to go to Chili's. She's like... It's your graduation. You can pick any restaurant you want to go to right now. It doesn't matter. I was Mom, like, that two for 24 sounds really good I was right like, Mom, now. I want to go to Chili's. She was like, I'll never understand you, but okay, we're going to Chili's. And I was like, yes. I love being legal now, too, because now I can enjoy a nice cold pint with uh, something from Chili's. I love you voicing it like this. Like, I love being legal now. It's like <laughs> anybody can touch me whenever they want. Legal to it's like, drink, I'm asshole. legal now. <laughs> it's like that happened when you were 18, bro. Come, come get it, boys. I love being. <laughs> He's legal. I love being drinking age. I love being the age to drink. There you go. I, I usually get a shiner if I'm out somewhere. A shiner or a Bud Light. Good old Texas boy. I love Texas. I'm all Texas, but I'm not Texan. If that makes sense. I feel like there's like a stigma for te- for Texans. We're cowboys. Like, all those hair. Yeehaw! Yee-haw! Well, see, I have no idea because, you know, spending the first 12 years of my life living with my grandparents in an actual town full of retired cowboys and farmers, that's all I knew about Texas for the longest time. And then, you know, we moved up here, and I was like, wow, there's a lot of, you know, city slickers up here in this area. There was a... <coughs> there was a foreign exchange student my junior year from Germany... Shout out to you, girl. You know who you are. And uh, Did she listen? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, thank you. She, uh, I remember talking to her. We became really good friends. Um, I was like, so what do you think of Texas? She goes, honestly, I'm shocked. 
when I got off the plane, I was expecting to see, like, green pastures, cows, and people riding to school on horses and shit. I was like, nah, dude, this ain't the Wild West. This is North Texas. I was like, is that what the rest of the world sees us? This is this is Jerry World now. Where we live, Jerry Jones is pretty much taken over our city. It's like, and we're all rich white kids or just uh, fortunate kids. Yeah. It's like, does the rest of the world see it as, like, we're stuck living in the times of, like, John Wayne? Yep. And, like, you know, like, we're all living out, we're all out here living, like, Wyatt Earp, and it's like, <laughs> okay. Looks to me we got a Mexican standoff here. No, that ain't it's us. Like, this town ain't big enough for the both of us. Dude, I went to Illinois uh, with Randy one time, and her friends uh, go, where are you from? And I was like, uh, Texas. Oh, yeah, we can tell. Really? I tell didn't, how. I didn't think I had an accent. I don't think I have an accent I, still. Well, I don't think we think that we have an accent because to us, this is the voice we always hear. Yeah. You know? But, like, we'll go somewhere else and someone will be like, your voice sounds very Southern or very Texan. Because this is what we're used to hearing is our voice. So, of course, we'll say, no, I don't think you have an accent. Or you'll yeah. tell me, no, you don't have an accent. But, of course, we're just used to it. And then I said, y'all. And then everybody just erupted, y'all. Oh, yeah, people, I've noticed, like, some people will, like, flip their nuts when they hear, like, some... <laughs> <laughs> some people... <laughs> Continue, I'm sorry. Like, some people will, like, flip out when they hear someone from the South say, y'all. Because, you know, there's this whole just thing. Just a word. I mean, it's like me. I flip out when I hear, use guys. Yeah, like, you know, there's always this whole thing, like, y'all's a word. Y'all's not a word. It's like, for us, y'all is a lot of things. You, you betcha. Know? We use it for everything. And then I remember going up to New York, and we'd be talking, you know, we're just this high school theater group from Texas. And, you know, and a uh, theater teacher is just like, and make sure y'all, and then you could see someone on the street kind of be like, what? Or, like, someone would kind of laugh a little bit, and we're like, it's just, we use it. Like, we don't, we're not one, to, I would say we're not ones to, like, waste words. So we'll just, like, put it together instead of saying you all, we're just like, y'all. You knew what I was talking about, so. Or there's sometimes, I feel like I, I sounded a little text right there, I started talking about. Yeah, talking about. Talking about. about. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Chili's, dude, it's. It's great, though. Chili's is amazing. It is. And now, of course, we've got Chili's, and then we've got, like, the younger cousin, like, Applebee's, and it's like... Uh, I'm not a big fan of Applebee's, Applebee's, dude. I think their burgers are decent. So Applebee's has rats! So that's the only thing I'll get when I go to <laughs> Applebee's, but it's just, like, it doesn't stack up. And I've noticed that, you know, they've tried to be on par with Chili's. I'll look at the menu last time. I looked at the menu last time I went to Applebee's, I was like, huh... This almost looks the same. I was like, huh, look, they've got bacon, ranch quesadillas right there, and they've got some kind of, like, cage version of, like, Cajun pasta, and I was like, huh. Interesting. But, yeah, it just, it, but it was... Looks familiar. Just not as good it's, at all. It's glorified microwave food. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's why you can't do substitutions at Applebee's. Yep. Because it's all pre-packaged together. They just open it, pop it into a microwave, and then just put it on the plate. It's like that scene from Waiting when there's a birthday, and they just pull out that, uh, they go, we have fresh gourmet desserts, and they just pull it out of the freezer, and it's like freezer burnt. Yeah. And they go, all right, we need birthday singers! And they're like, all right, yeah, yeah, and then Rod Reynolds goes, yeah! And scares the shit out of the kid. I love that movie. If any of y'all that haven't seen Waiting, 
It's definitely a hilarious movie to watch. Yeah. Got Ryan Reynolds, Justin Long, um, David Co- Cohen, Coach Cohen. I don't know how to say it. He's he's a uh, plays the he plays the bald guy from The Office that's uh, always perverted, and Michael loves him. He's only in like a couple episodes. I forgot his name. Packer, Todd Packer. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a good movie. Uh, Pretty funny, hilarious. Uh, some might find it stupid. Going back to Japanese food, though. Uh, well, I guess not Japanese food, just Asian food in general. Uh, sushi and dumplings are my favorite. However, it has to be sushi from Love Sushi. Now here, now we raise a question: cooked sushi or raw sushi? Cooked. cooked the way that the cooked, Japanese intended it cooked, to be. Cooked, See, here's the thing. So I, I had only had cooked sushi for the longest time. You know, like they have like the, the battered and fried like sushi rolls and everything. And yeah. I was like, oh, this is good. Like, this is really good. And then I remember the first time I had ever had raw sushi. It was like I just had, it was like a tuna or a salmon roll, you know, just like that little piece of like raw salmon with like the veggies and the rice and everything and like the seaweed. I was like, And I took a bite and I was like, immediately I was like, oh my God. Yeah, because my first... This is amazing. Yeah. My first taste of sushi was Love Sushi because I always said, like, I'm not a big fan. Like, it just doesn't seem like it'd be good to me because I didn't like fish sticks growing up. I didn't really like fish. So I had... I went after work one day with some coworkers, then Katie, and they talked me into it. So I tried an Arizona roll and Spam roll, and oh my God, I was in love, dude. I was like, this is so good. But it was because it was cooked. Yeah. And then I remember we went with Katie and her friend to... uh, like a conveyor belt type restaurant. I love those. I love those kind of sushi. In, in K Town and Carrollton. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I know. I think I know what you're talking about because my mom and I went. Like where the to, Daiso is, and my mom uh, and I went down to K Town and Carrollton and went to a revolving sushi bar down there. Yeah, and I think there's something called like. I forget the degree. It's like the 370 degrees or something restaurant next to it. It's like a bakery. I know what you're talking about. Okay. I don't remember what it's called, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and I think there's a K-pop burger too. Yeah. But uh, we went there, and I was like, yeah, dude, I love sushi. Like, yeah, only having cooked sushi. Right. They only had raw sushi there. So I was like, oh, I'll try this one. Put it in my mouth, spit it right back out, and I was like, oh. Yeah, like traditional raw sushi is a very acquired taste. It's definitely not for everybody. It's one of those things, of course, I love it. You know, and so, you know, I've got I've gotten this taste for, like, I love raw salmon and raw tuna. And, you know, now I've gone from just getting sushi to, like, getting, like, the sashimi where it's just a bed of rice with raw fish laid over it. Sushis and, and sashimis. Those don't sound like they need S's on it. <laughs> but, like, that's it. Like, some people are like, oh, like, you know, it doesn't have, like, the veggies or the seaweed or anything. It's just a bed of rice and then the raw fish draped over it. And I love that stuff. It's great. And I'll always like cooked sushi, but from the first time I ever had raw sushi, I was like, I fell in love with it. And, you know, my mom and I started this tradition of, because um, we were the only two people in our family that liked sushi or like raw fish at all. Fried or grilled shrimp? Hold on. Um, oh, my bad. Sorry. Um, we're the only, so my mom and I are the only two people in my family that like raw fish at all. So we kind of started this thing where like, um, we would go out and get sushi together and cause there was no other time we could cause you know, we'd all go out to eat as a family. My mom and I would be wanting sushi or something. It was like, nah, we got to pick something that everyone else can eat and everything. So we would go out for, and we still go out to lunch all the time to this day. And we'll look at each other and we'll be like, you know what? We haven't had sushi in a while. So we'll just go out and get sushi. Fried or grilled shrimp? 
Grilled. Really? I have to go with grilled. I the, love fried. Now, fried, sh- I love fried shrimp. I remember I had a coconut shrimp for the first time and I fell in love. I don't like coconut shrimp. Oh, I love it. It's the best thing. But grilled shrimp because I just, I don't know, there was, of course, you know, I I pretty much up until that the point that I tried grilled shrimp, I'd only ever had fried shrimp. I was like, you know what? I'm a child. Fried food is the best thing for me. And then I remember the first time I tried, it was um, it was grilled shrimp, and it was um, it came with this butter sauce. And I remember dipping it into that butter sauce, and I looked and I looked up, and I was like, wow, I've never had anything that tasted this good. I've never had anything like just grilled shrimp with a butter sauce. There's nothing like it. You ever had gator? Have what? Gator. Gator. Oh yeah, I've had uh, uh, I've had fried gator tail. Oh, me too, bro. It's so delicious. Dude, it's... Uh, now, of course, you know, a lot of things you hear people talk about, you know, you try different foods like that, and automatically you hear someone say, it's like, oh, it tastes like chicken. It does. You know? And I remember the first time I had fried gator until I took a bite, and I literally, my entire family, we were like, this tastes like chicken. Mm-hmm. And it's weird, because it's an alligator. It's like, they're not, like, really close at all. Nope. It's insane, but it's so good. Some exotic things I want to try, but kind of feel guilty about trying, because I love sharks, and I love kangaroos, but I want to try kangaroo meat, and I want to try shark meat. Yeah. Although, yeah, I think the whole shark meat thing is very frowned upon, because there's the whole, the shark fin soup, and they're just killing sharks, Mm, cutting the fins off, leaving the body. Not soup. No, not soup. Uh, Meat. I'm I'm not a big soup guy. Yeah. But yeah, I've heard uh, I've heard kangaroo burgers are, they have kind of a weird gamey taste to them, but they still have you know can be pretty good. Now I've had like a kind of like venison because I know if, like if you get a male venison, it has a really gamey taste. There but if you is get a female. Yeah, um, and then you know I've also I've had a uh, I've had a buffalo burger before, and you know there are buffalo burgers you can get where it's like it's a mixture of buffalo and beef together they've ground them together and everything you made the patty the first time i ever had a buffalo burger it was just straight up buffalo it was just ground up buffalo meat and that was the whole patty and it tasted like it had like this exotic taste to it you know it's hard to describe it's like if you haven't had a buffalo burger you know just straight up buffalo meat not like the mix like a lot of restaurants do it's i mean it's life-changing honestly you know how Twisted Root has their exotic meats that they have, like, on the menu sometimes. Yes. But it has to be, like, they have to have it in stock or something. Uh-huh. I want I want a venison burger because I've never had a venison burger. I've had venison, and it's great. I had venison jerky one time. That's good. I've had, I think that's what I had. But I wanted a venison burger, but they didn't have it. But they go, we have a camel burger. And I was like, a camel oh, burger? Camel? Wow. Yeah, we were in Deep Ellum before Mavs game one day. And we, we wanted to go Twisted Root because watermelon iced tea, bro, is delicious as well. Do you not like it? Oh, I th- you made a face like I thought you were about to go, I don't think so. I'm smiling. Oh, okay. <laughs> Your grin. Big grins from the big gay. Hey, I could have said big grins from big chins. <laughs> <laughs> That's cruel. It is cruel. I didn't mean it, buddy. Love you. I had a camel burger. It was delicious. And the way they melted the cheese, it was like cheese melted on both sides of the burger. Like, not the burger buns, on the burger. It was great. Sounds and, awesome. Yeah. So I've had that. Um, I was listening to an interview with Mason Cox. He's a Texan turned Australian. He's lived in Australia for five years. He played basketball at Baylor. 
or no, he played at ba- basketball at uh, Oklahoma State. Oh wow! And uh, he, good man. He didn't make it pro. He said he was kind of ass at basketball, but went to Australia to play Aussie rules football. And he said he thinks it's funny. He thinks Australia is the only place to eat its like state or its uh, nation's animal. Because you know you touch a bald eagle, it's frowned upon. You are you. That's a crime. Oh, yeah, they're protected. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, kangaroo meat, and that's their. That's their animal. That's their uh, national national animal. I can't talk, bro. Is it? I think so. I don't know. I might be wrong, but that's what Mason Cox said. I'm genuinely curious. I'm going to look this up. Yeah. All right. Let's say you go to death row. You're on death row. What's your final meal? Um. Ooh. That's hard, right? Ooh. Including dessert and a, a drink. Not just not just the that part of it. Oh, yeah, it is a kangaroo. The Australian coat of arms consists of a shield containing the badges of the six Australian states, symbolizing federation and the national symbols of the golden wattle. The kangaroo and the emu. By popular tradition, the kangaroo is accepted as the national animal emblem. So nice. the coat of arms has a kangaroo and an emu on it. What does it look like? Oh, that's dope. That's cool looking. I like that. All right, so yeah, the national animal of... Yeah, they eat their national well, animal. it's because, <clears throat> probably because there are a lot more kangaroos in Australia than there are bald eagles in America. I hear they're like deer. Kangaroos? Yeah. Oh yeah, well they'll just, I've uh, been watching this comedian from Australia and he talks about how kangaroos, they'll just like walk up into your backyard. Is like they're everywhere. TikTok? Yeah. He's funny. But what is your final meal on death My row? My final meal on death row. Hoo-wee. Um, Dude. That's a hard one. The, honestly, that's really rough because I'm like, this is the last thing I'm gonna eat for the rest of my life. Do I want to? Do I want to be a good old Texan boy and get a big old steak, mashed taters, a s- gallon of sweet tea, and you know, or do I want to go with you know something that I've loved since the first time I had it, just like you know, good old nice plate of sushi and stuff and. Honestly, if I'm on death row and it's the last thing I'm gonna eat in my life, I think I'm gonna have to go the good old Texan boy route. I think I gotta get me a big old like 52 ounce steak, medium rare, thick cut, a little fatty, you know. Fuck. New York strip. That's where I go when it comes Jesus to steak. Christ. Because it New York strip has the perfect amount of fat without being too much or too little. You know, there's that little bit of that fat cap there, and I love it. Uh. Side of mashed potatoes and gravy, of course. Um, um, and then, so it'd be big old steak, mashed potatoes and gravy, roasted sweet carrots. Uh, dessert? Well, big old glass of sweet tea first. Okay, my bad. And then for dessert, it would have to be a, a big old bowl of vanilla ice cream and peach cobbler. Oh, that that is a Texan boy thing. Oh, dude, or that's if, a country boy thing. Yep. Yeah, so that would have to be my final meal. All right, I'm gonna follow you up to similar route, except I'm gonna go ribeye. Ooh, all right, good pick, good pick. Ribeye cooked, rare. Yeah, I'm going rare. Oh, uh, you hoping the electric chair will finish cooking it off for you in your stomach? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Eh, maybe medium rare. I don't know. We'll, we'll see if I ever end up on death row one day. I think oh, I'll check that one. Um, mashed potatoes, but. Loaded mashed potatoes. Ah, see, I can't do that. Really? I don't like chunky stuff in my mashed potatoes. I love loaded mashed potatoes with 
cooked broccoli, steamed oh, broccoli. Okay, good pick. With a 32 ounce Dr. Pepper. <sighs> Dr. Pepper. And for dessert, I would say a dozen chocolate chip cookies. A dozen fresh, chocolate fresh chip baked. Fresh baked. I love Beautiful. chocolate chip cookies. Do you remember that one Christmas I just wanted nothing but chocolate chip cookies? Yeah, that was weird. Fucking delicious, though. I was like, what is going through this dude's head right now? You know, you said, you know, you said that, you know, you drink for your final meal would be a 32-ounce Dr. Pepper. And I remember, it reminds me of, you know, like, I feel like a lot of the people down here in the South, if you're drinking soda, it's only Dr. Pepper. Like, I feel like a lot of people down here in the South, like, could be considered, like, Dr. Pepper addicts, Mm -hmm. you know? Especially with our friends and everything. Mm -hmm. And I remember I saw this one post. It was like, it's just something about... Dr. Pepper addicts is like, they're just a different breed of people. It's like, they're waking up, and you see them, like, 8 o'clock in the morning, Dr. Pepper in hand. It's like, who hurt you? Yeah, really. I honestly think it's 50-50 down the south. I think it's Coke and Dr. Pepper. Oh, really? Yeah, because uh, Coke's headquarters are in Atlanta. Mm. And I, I do feel it. My dad's a big Coke guy. Mom's a big Coke guy. Or Coke lady. She's a bitch. <laughs> you hear that, everybody? Ryan's mom is a big Coke guy. All right? Write that one down and remember it. Sorry, Mom. Uh, I think CJ, Dr. Pepper. Jake, I don't think, really drinks soda very no. much. If he does, it's Sprite. I love Dr. Pepper. I Dr. always have to Pepper. go to Dr. Pepper. Dr. That's just what it is. Pepper. Oh, actually, I'm going to change it from 32-ounce Dr. Pepper to cherry vanilla Dr. Pepper. I love cherry vanilla Dr. Pepper. How about that new cream soda Dr. Pepper they got? Genius. I remember, genius. So me and Ryan were at Walmart one time, and we looked over in like one of the little coolers, and I was we looked at we looked at it, we were like, huh? And it said Dr Pepper and cream soda, and immediately we were like, okay, no, we're getting this. You know, it was a shot in the dark that was also a swing and a miss, or not even a swing and a miss, more of a just strikeout, dude. There was no point. Hmm. Blueberry Dr Pepper. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, it's when uh, Homecoming came out, Spider Man. Homecoming came out. Oh, uh, okay. They did the blue blueberry Dr. Pepper. Did they really? I had no good. idea. It honestly tasted... It honestly made the drink flat, I think. Oh, really? Huh. It, it was disappointing. I mean, not really disappointing. I didn't have high expectations going into it, so... Uh, pretty bad. That's disappointing. All right, guys. I think we're going to wrap things up here. Before I go, I want to give a shout-out to my boy who just made his podcast. Go check it out. It's called AB Talk Show, and it's my boy Kevin Wynn. If you want to follow him, go to yo underscore Asian underscore Kevin. He's got some pretty good stuff on here. We hope to have him on someday, and I ho- we hope to be on there one day as well. Luke, anything to add to that? Two. Uh, just just ending it. Um, just, you know, make sure you remember, give us a follow on Instagram, of course, at Ear Junkies. And uh, just remember, if you have any suggestions or anything, any topics you want to hit or any questions at all, uh, just remember, we do have an email. Remember, that is uh, earjunkiesproductions at gmail.com. And one thing, um, for our people who listen on Anchor, um, Anchor has this feature where you can send us a message, and it's a voice message. And so what we can do is, you know, we can kind of have like this Q&A kind of episode or something, of course, later on, where we can actually put those into the episode. So, you know, of course, your voice clip can be on a future episode. And those of you who don't listen on Anchor, you know, if you would still want to do something like that, you know, Anchor is a free app to download. It's just like a regular podcasting app. And, of course, if you have a question or anything, you can send us that voice message. 
So just a little suggestion out there for you guys. Yep. That's the show, guys. Thank right. you for getting your fix with us.